0: welcome back to another episode of two black women on this episode we are going to be talking about post-secondary education so if that is university college any other form of education that you do after high school this is for you um so in my family everyone went to post-secondary education that wasn't really a choice for me it was so what are you doing after high school going to university all my cousins all my uncles all my aunts everyone had gone to university so when I went it was just of course you're going to university it wasn't anything big for my family um a lot of my friends um It was, they were like the first people in their family to go to post-secondary education and it held so much weight um, to be the first and to kind of set an amazing example. So this is a great, so for people who are going in, who are in their first year of undergrad, we're still going through it like I know in America they call it I think freshman sophomore junior senior I think but in Canada it's just undergrad first year second year third year fourth year maybe a fifth year or sixth year but can we just talk about how it's such an amazing accomplishment accomplishment that you've made it but there's stresses and it's hard and no one really talks about how hard it can be so for me I actually left home and went to a party school I went to Western University. If you're from Canada, you know why I say that Western is a party school. But for the other people who need kind of context, Western was ranked fourth party school in the world by Playboy magazine. I think it was the year before I went to school. And my mom was like, you are not going. But of course I went. Um, And so going to a party school is crazy on itself. But going to undergrad is it's just a different level from high school. So I was actually just talking to my cousin about how we go through high school, and many of us who go to undergrad, we were the smartest in our class. We um, we kind of peaked in high school. We were, um, we were seniors. We kind of knew what clubs we were going to be in. We were the head of them. We were presidents. We were vice presidents treasurers and then you kind of go into undergrad and it's a whole new um it's a whole new arena definitely if you're moving away from home for me moving away from home this was the first time I had lived away from my parents and of course when you hear that you're so excited it's so funny I talked to my younger cousin and she is only she's 11 Man, she's 11, but I remember when she was just born, but she's 11 and she's like, I can't wait until I go to university and have so much freedom. And I remember being her age and a little bit older and being like, I can't wait to go to Western. I'm going to have so much freedom. But no one remembers that with that freedom also comes isolation. Because if you don't plug yourself into communities in undergrad, you are doing this whole thing by yourself. And finding communities is hard. When we were in high school and elementary school, our communities were made for us. It was who was down the street from us, who did our friends know, who did our parents know, who did our families know, and they became our community. But if you go to university, especially if you go by yourself with none of your friends, it's a very isolating experience. You have to get out of your comfort zone and really start to enter into new new spaces. Undergrad's also the place where you get to find out who you are. In high school um some of us get to find out who we are which is amazing but in undergrad you fully are um, aware of being able to make your own personhood you get to um join the clubs you want to come go to you get to go to the extracurriculars you want to go to and you get to find out different things that you like about yourself which is great and exciting but also a little bit scary because you have to be really introspective and look inside yourself The other thing that was really hard for me um, in undergrad that I kind of wanted to talk about was the fact that um, when you fail... Or when you get a really bad grade in undergrad, it can be crushing. You go from the A student or the B, B plus students to getting your first C, C plus, maybe even a fail. And you feel like a failure. I remember my first C and then my first D. Yes, I got a C and a D. And I just remember being like, oh my gosh, my parents are going to disown me. No one is going to like me. I am a huge failure. Nothing is going to happen. I'm never going to get a job. And all these thoughts start creeping into your mind about how you're not worthy enough. Maybe I'm doing the wrong uh, major. Maybe I just like, wasn't cut out for this. Maybe everyone just thinks I'm smarter than I really am. But can I just stop you for a second and just remind you that you are in a school with the smartest of the smartest. All of the people who came to that university were also presidents, were also treasurers and vice presidents and it's okay to get a C. I know it feels like the end of the world but honestly getting a C on my midterms getting my D D on my midterms put a fire under my behind. I realized that I couldn't go on doing the same studying techniques that I did in high school and thinking that I was going to succeed because I wasn't. I needed to put a fire under my butt and get going. And let me tell you, of course, I didn't feel this way when I got those C's and when I got the D, but of course, now I'm like on my, I'm going on to my third degree and I'm like, whoa! I looked back and all of those things actually taught me so much about hard work and dedication. So just for the people who are in undergrad, who are really starting to feel isolated, feel alone in this, you are not alone. Um, Can I just give you pieces of advice that I wish somebody had given to me when I was in undergrad? One, you can always go home And I know that sounds weird, and I know everyone's families are different and crazy and maybe isn't the most safe environment, but sometimes there's safety in going home. Sometimes there's safety in just going back to what you know, taking a weekend, maybe taking a few days and just going back to visit your parents, maybe your friends, maybe your grandparents, just a safe space and just letting people love on you. I remember for me, um, the first... um, semester I wouldn't go home because I felt like every time I went home it was like I was admitting defeat but then we had to go home for Thanksgiving I just remember sitting in my childhood room looking at some of the things that I'd put up on my wall going through my grades (laughs) from high school I just kind of remember like why I chose to go to university what was the what was the reason I went why what did I want to achieve and then I took three four days I think was three or four days just to be with my family be with people who loved me I went to go see some friends who went to different universities and it just like I remember going back and being super refreshed I can't tell you that my undergrad experience was the best after that but I always remembered that I felt safe coming home And that my home, like my parents' house, or going back to where my high school was, was a safe space. Going to go visit high school um, teachers was a safe space for me because all of them were so excited about what I was doing and reminded me that I'm a smart and intelligent person. So one, going home is not a problem. Two, self-care boo thing. Self-care, 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 self-care. I will say it a thousand times on this podcast, but especially this episode, self-care. Okay, so I know self-care is kind of like a buzzword now. Everyone's like, I'm going shopping, self-care. I'm going to the gym, self-care. But and everyone's like, ugh, I'm so tired of it. But realistically, self care is so important. Take time out in your day to just do something that reminds you that you are human and alive and well. So I'm currently on my third degree, well, my second and third degree, I'm doing it at the same time. And my self-care, I thought after undergrad I had mastered my self-care tips, but one of the things I do for self-care, and people will think it's not self-care, but it is, is I I always, every month, go and get my nails done, baby girl. The click, 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 click on my laptop um, from Acrylic Nails is therapeutic for me. So I realized that that was something I needed to do. Gymming in the morning. When I wake up and I go to the gym in the morning, it changes my life. It changes how I see the day. Um, And in my worst parts of like mental health i wasn't doing that because i was like oh my gosh i need to get good grades i'm not working hard enough people are working up waking up at 5 a.m and and studying and i'm waking up at 6 a.m and going to the gym for an hour oh my gosh what am i doing and i just remember being like I had no time to go to the gym which is actually something I really love doing and the second I started going to the gym I actually started doing better in class. I'm not saying I know some people aren't about the gym but what I'm trying to say is that find something you love and do it in the morning. If it's meditations there's this really dope app that I use um, for meditations. I think it's called so I'm actually going through my phone right now so I don't get it wrong it's called soul time it's actually a christian meditation app and i loved it i love it love it love it um so download it it's called soul time and honestly eight minutes and you just meditate so that's a really good one if you're about journaling if you are a writer and you love that take the first 10 minutes and just journal your thoughts about the day um and go back and read it because sometimes we get to see that some of our thoughts are a little bit negative um, throughout time, but then we start seeing that it's becoming more positive, or we can go get check ins with like therapists and counselors and parents and people that we love and kind of talk through those feelings. Um, but I have friends who do so many things for self care. One of my friends paints, another one reads, um, another one cooks. I cook. Yo, I cook for self care. I really do. Um, another one will go clubbing. Um, girl, do your thing. Another one will go like on Tinder dates. <laughs> it's honestly, I have friends who do crazy. Things for self care, but it's so important. So, I just really want to remind you to do self care and to find out what you like. And that's kind of a journey on itself to find out what is the best self care stuff for you and to set time in your schedule to do it. Don't just say that you'll do it, but be like, on Fridays, I go on Tinder dates. On Saturdays, I go clubbing. Mondays, Wednesdays, thir- Fridays, I work out at 6 a.m. and set those in your schedule so that nothing can come and hinder that self care time because self care. Um, appointments are as important as study appointments. Like if you can put in studying in the library for four hours, you can put self-care in for 30 minutes. And I believe in you, girl, you got this another thing that I would do is find someone to be honest with I know that therapy is super expensive but if you have a good friend a family member a cousin a sister a brother that you can just be honest with and be like I'm having a rough time I can't get through this without somebody helping me it is imperative to your success because being able to be honest with yourself and somebody else will allow you to kind of like take stock of what's going on in your life and then be like, okay, what are some coping mechanisms? What are some tips and tricks that I can do to kind of get out of this mental headspace? The other thing I would say is study groups, study groups, study groups, study groups. If you are somebody who likes to study by yourself, I completely get that because I like to study by myself too. But sometimes I create study groups, not for the stat, not for studying, but for the social aspect of it. And I don't get and at that same time, I don't feel guilty because we are talking about the class. So if you're somebody who likes to study by yourself, that's cool. But maybe think about a study group for like that social aspect, for like being able to voice your worries and your concerns. And for me, actually, in my second, well, second and third degree, study groups helped me in the sense that there were some questions that I didn't even ask myself that I didn't even study. And being in those study groups, people asked me those questions. And some of those questions were on. the exam so if I didn't go to that study group I would not have thought about that question and did well on the exam so another little study tip Um, another thing is be kind to yourself baby girl be kind to yourself I know that it's hard and everyone says it but hey we can't be Beyonce all day every day. Beyonce isn't even Beyonce all day, every day. Sometimes she takes a break. Do you see her on her yacht with her man? Like she's kind. She is learning to be kind to herself. She's learning that it is okay to say no to the world if she says yes to herself. So you get a bad grade, give yourself some chocolate, go order that pizza. Um, you, um, said something awkward in class okay cool like you can mope about it but maybe call your best friend and laugh about it be kind to yourself be don't take this journey so seriously because no matter what god is behind you like he didn't bring you this far to just bring you this far he has set a plan and a purpose for your life and if you and god and you um in alignment and in agreement with what is the purpose for your life, then nothing can hinder you. Do you get me? No weapon formed against you shall prosper. So during this journey, and I'm trying to tell this to myself because I'm in the third year of a four-year program and I'm starting to feel those like overwhelmed and just feeling like, oh, I can't do it. But I'm just reminding myself that being kind to myself and knowing that God has a plan for my life and that I'm not doing this by my own strengths or my own will, but he's there alongside me, really reassures me that we gonna get it. If God got us, then we gonna be all right. Listen to Kendrick Lamar. He has some wisdom for y'all. Um, but I just wanted to say that I'm so proud of you. If nobody has told you so far uh, or today even, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud that you are in this hustle trying to get higher education, try to break generational curses, trying to empower yourself, empower the next generation. Because I know you're not just doing it for yourself. You see your family being like financially able to do things. You're seeing your children getting opportunities maybe you didn't have or the opportunities you, that you did have. Um But I just want to say I'm so proud of you and I'm so thankful that you have decided to go on this journey and that I just believe that so much fruit is going to come from this. And yeah, I'm proud of you, baby girl. I'm so, so proud of you. You got this. Yes, queen. Anyways, I just want y'all to know that I am thinking about you, loving on you, and praying for you. Follow us on Instagram at 2, the number 2, black woman underscore. um, And to just come alongside this journey of two black women with us. And yeah, that's all I got to say. Loves y'all and have an amazing week. Bye.